Hello and welcome into SoRare. Andrew is brought to you by SoRare Data. I'm Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdinho on SoRare. Joined as always by Andy Black. Black on SoRare. Andy, today let's talk about great, bad ideas. A bit of a mea culpa, to be honest, to just start right away. We, I gave you this idea that I had like two weeks ago. And I was like, man, there are a lot of ideas out there that people are like, this is a great way to make the game so much better. And they're terrible ideas. And I'm not going to call out anyone specifically yet. But when I asked everyone for their like best ideas for SoRare, and I'm like, man, these are going to be terrible. There are actually some really good ideas. And I feel a little bad just assuming that everyone had terrible ideas. Don't worry. <laughs> there, are, there are lots of terrible ideas as well. But the... The community made me feel better. Like, it, it feel like we are becoming a more enlightened community on how to make SoRare better without completely ruining the game. Yeah, and that's just that's just your opinion too, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> also true. Maybe these are all great ideas, and and it's just you, Laird, that's being obtuse. And and, and no, I think it's it is one hundred percent possible that that is the case that these are actually all fantastic ideas. And when I'm like, this is why it's dumb. And you're like, yeah, but what about this part of it? And I'm like, oh, that is a good idea. Right. I think that's going to happen a lot today. You know, the ones, the ideas that I have a hard time, like uh, uh, just kind of like putting myself in their shoes. I really don't know how the common game and I don't really play the uh, like amateur pro. I don't yep. play those divisions. So I really don't know 100% how they work. Um, it sounds like there's a lot of uh, issues with the current like setup, um, but uh, uh, it's hard for me to just be like, oh, that's a good idea. Like, there's a lot of ideas like go back to the way that the old commons worked, and like I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, the old common system was cool, but I also like I don't I don't really know how the the current system works. I know that there's a draft, but I don't know. Yeah. So the I have a little bit of a problem with that as well. Like, I don't I don't know what it's like to onboard now, obviously. Yeah. Like we've been here a while. What I do think is always fun when when people who like who have been around as long as us or you know, a few years, and they're like, all of this is too complicated for new users, or new users aren't gonna like this, or potential users are gonna see this and run away. And they don't really know either. Like they're just guessing as much as we are. And they're like, and you're like, why is it so bad for them? And they're, and the answer is like, well, it's just so different from, and I'm like, it's different from something that they don't know about. So it's, everything is okay with them. So I do find that most of the ideas that people have for onboarding people are more about, we just need people to come in and buy my cards. And it's not about actually getting them to like come in and play the game. And it's just it, like everything else. It's like really self-centered. And so there's just, there's just that. Mike Basson said, can you not onboard an account in the wife's name? Mike, this was two years ago. I did, I did that. So <laughs> she's not onboarding right now either. Can we move not on? Say anything. Can we move not on please? <laughs> Man, took four minutes. <laughs> Moving on. Oh boy. I'm going to start with my really bad idea. 
that I think. Oh, we're, we were supposed to bring our own bad ideas. No, no, no. I was not asking you for bad ideas, Oh, but I have an idea and I want to hear what you think about this idea. Cause I think it's bad. Well, why are you telling me that it's, you should just tell me that it's an idea and let me, let me be the judge. Okay. Andy, I've got an idea. Okay. I think, and I don't know for sure, but I think SoRare actually wants Cat 240 to be their premier tournament. That Cat modes are actually the future of SoRare and that they don't want people making the, what was the lineup last week? Allison, TAA, Kimmich, Halland, and Mbappe. They don't want people doing that and winning. It, it's too much pay to win. And instead, we want there to be more skill. And so I think that the best prizes should be given away in Cap 240 Rare. And not All-Star Rare, not Champion Europe Rare, not Rare Pro, Cap 240, so that we're all on the same scouting playing field. What about Cap 270? They can have the second best rewards. Sure, why not? I actually do want to talk about 270 and 220 later, but I think cap 240 should be it. Okay. Um, I, I agree with you. I think it's, I, th- I think that that's what, like, I think that that is best what defines like um, a great manager on the SoRare platform is when you can do really well in cap 240, because it does involve you scouting players that are good for just that game week um, scouting players that um, and especially like, like coming up once we have uh, captains in there, you're going to be able to select a captain. So like there's going to be a a skill portion there where you might choose a little better player with some weaker players, just so you Mm -hmm. can captain the the strongest player. I agree with that to it, to a degree. I think um, uh, all-star, I think all-star should, the prizes in all-star should drop down significantly and the regionals um, should be elevated. And I think that's what they did when they added ETH prizes and further into champ Europe. But I think like champ Europe should be um, maybe in alignment with cap 240, cap 270. But people are saying in chat, like that was kind of the, um, uh, uh, that was 270s a lot like how specialist was, and I think that that modes like that are kind of like the lifeblood of like what the platform should be. And it's not just this pay to win thing. I saw the lineup you were talking about where they scored like 570 points or something. It's like, absurd. come on. <laughs> so I think this is exactly how I thought this went. I was I told you that this idea was a bad idea. And Surface said, this is the single smartest thing I've ever said, which is obviously I thought this was dumb. And the the chat seems to agree that Cap 240 should be a, more of a priority. I was willing to hedge on this a little bit that I don't think Cap 240 has to have the best prizes every week, but what if it had the single best prize? Like what if first place in Cap 240 had to be a better prize than All-Star or any of the regionals. But so the rest could be whatever, but literally the best place you can finish is Cap 240. Yeah, so Cap 240's first place is a star tier reward with like five players in it. 
it's like the the top star every you know they they can mix yeah. it around whatever you want but yes it has to be like a yes absolutely the only reason i don't like that is then it means you you can't win or you may not be able to win the best player in say champ europe rare pro where that should be on at least the same playing field same level as your cap 240 um and also decent at d um, incentivize is people from buying the top players. Just go play to cap 240, right? And then, so that is exactly the pushback. And then your Mbappe is not worth as much because just go make a cap 240 lineup. Right, because you, you can't... Mbappe. Right, you pretty much can't use Mbappe to win whoever the best reward Unless you have like a DNP goalkeeper that you know is starting or something. Right. There was a... Sorry, there was a comment. So everybody... Let's see. Alex was the first one. Like specialist was really good. 240 kind of took over for specialist. I think it's fine. I actually really hated the, I didn't hate specialist. I actually loved specialist, but I really didn't like having to get somebody that absolutely sucked. Like that, that you had to have somebody with an L15 under 40, as opposed to just two guys who were at 45. Like, why couldn't I do that? Like, I like the fact that we have a full, Salary cap. The aren't the think, isn't the reward at the top of cap two forty already quite good. Well, it's good because of the super rare, but I think you, generally you get a star and a super rare, right? Yes, but I think no one is ever going in to win that thinking they're getting. I mean, I got a pretty good one from winning two forty, but I think generally who, we, we who did you win? Bruno Fernandez. Okay, and your boy Blom. Yeah, super rare. Who is the Which answer. is kind of just like a punty. I, I, I imagine that that's like a lot of the super rares that you win there is just kind of a tier three, yeah. tier, tier three punty type type player. Yes, but you know progression. Um, Scosmo said they should merge Cap two forty into All Star and make it one flagship tournament. Cap two seventy is basically unlimited gas anyway. Cap two seventy definitely is not. Like two seventy is not that many points, and I say this as a bit of a patting myself on my back that like I tried to like throw all my best players into 270 and I'm not remotely close to making it under 270 or under 271, I guess. I do. I do like that idea though from Scasmo because I mean, you know, basically it is all-star just with a cap on it. Um, would you be able to do cap mode pro? Yeah. Andy, I am in on cap 240 pro. Like, I really want it because the number of times where I'm like, oh, I have these super airs, but they don't quite like I. Yes, I am all in on that. Hmm. I don't know if that's a great, great idea or a great, bad idea, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so this one from Germ said all star should have a bulk of the money and cap 240 should have the best card rewards, which is actually kind of interesting because I always kind of considered it the possibility being the opposite that cap 240 should ju just be ETH. Oh, and or cash, whatever, and no cards. And then all star should be all the cards. And this is obviously the opposite of that, but I'm not actually sure that it matters. Like, you know what? Is, they should have a contest that's just all ETH rewards. I mean, Surface has been saying this for years. I, well, I think he's, well, no, no, no. He says, have yeah, I think one cash. contest, though, that would be cool. Yeah. I, I think if they, we're like, hey, 
270 or maybe another 240. How about that? Well, they probably... Ben what if there was a 240? Academy, which, ugh. No, no, no. Forget. No, no, no. That doesn't count. <laughs> what if they had a cap 240 where the prize pool was just cards and another cap 240 where it was just No, cash? I don't want that. I don't want that confusion. Why is it? What's confusing about it? I don't know. We already have a billion contests. Now you have cap 240 cards, cap 240 ETH. Which one do I get my uh, threshold in? The cash one. Uh, but that's course. simple. That is simple. Oh yeah, so so simple. Um, Tom Brinson said, from a gameplay point of view, two forty and two seventy should be the best mode. From a business point of view, no. And this is where it goes back that if it is two forty or two seventy, yeah, nobody's going to spend up for Mbappe or whoever. Um, yeah, I don't know those those elite cards play play pretty well in two seventy, right? There's the cap just too high. You, you can do like one of them, but you yeah. can't do five. You, you probably can't even really do four. Um, so, um, Scosmos, oh, this is different. Uh, podium should be visible prior to the game week. So you can see that all star rare pro first is Bruno, second is Vandevoort, three Musiala, four through 10 star. I got to disagree. Yeah, yeah. Hard, hard no on that one for me. I actually do like. Maxime's idea, though, of like percentage finishes. Like you have a 38% yeah. chance to win Bruno sure. or a whatever. Um, um, why, why do you not like knowing what the prizes are before? It's not fun. I like the yeah. excitement of the inevitable K-League nobody that you want <laughs> instead of the... <laughs> He's hurt. <laughs> right. No, no, no. The... Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. I'm sorry, I'm trying to go through the uh, chat here. Everybody brought their ideas here along with the 75 that we have on Twitter. Um, but let's see. So rare Malta, how about a multi-league tournament where you can't pick more than one player from the same league? Oh, so that actually brought me back to special weeklies that they yep. have completely given up on. They used to be quite creative with them. And they also tried to do it in NBA and MLB, and I hated them there. Uh, that's, that's actually not fair. They were not creative at all with them. Um, but what Are you talking about like the all offense and the all defense one? Yes. Yeah. What, what got me on those with the way that he presented them, and they were like, we're going to do these every so often, and we'll just tell you, as, you know, when they're open that they're open. And I actually don't like that because it's one thing to be able to plan ahead and know what's coming. And like, you know that those are coming, but you don't know when. But the special weeklies, I think, is just kind of open to everyone. Be like, hey, we've got an Andrew contest today. Five Andrews, that's it. And I think like people liked those. And it was just weird that they they're, gave up on them. They're, they, the ones they do now are like real, I feel like they're real low effort. It's like, oh, the AC Milan or Syria special weekly, you got to have three players from Syria. All right, good luck. And then, like, the the winner, his captained, you know, Kamik. And it's like, yeah. wait, he doesn't even play in that league. Yeah. It, it Like, at least at least those should be, like, like, pinned to those leagues. But also, too, like, we used to have a lot of other wild stuff, like a U19 special weekly or an over-32 special weekly or lots, lots of fun ideas. We can come up with them all day. 
but they just stopped doing them. And I don't know why. I don't either. Um, although they did just do, what was the Austrian Bundesliga? Is it, was it a Jersey? I know Jimmer was like third. He might've even podiumed it. And I don't know what he got an yeah. Austrian 10 or something, but um, I don't know. Let's see. Um, Rikomon said, I would like a threshold only competition, like the old Academy where you have to have different levels. So 280 points was $5. Yeah. I, I do feel like they need, they should go back to that. Just do that, it at 240. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, I remember this, I hate doing this. When I won cap 240, it was bullshit that I won the same amount of ETH that everyone else did. Oh, and Bruno. But but if it was an all star like everything else, like I would have gotten more and the card. Yeah, an all star, you wouldn't have been able to put those five crappy players together to win Bruno. I actually, Andy, there were some very very good players in that lineup. Yeah, because didn't you have a zero? You had a zero in there. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah, I did. I don't even remember when it was. Would that lineup have been good enough to win All-Star Rare, though? It scored 383 points without XP. 383. That seems like it's good enough, no? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, let's see. Let's see, Andy. It was Joe Bendick. That's who it was. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even get the clean sheet. Nope. Played Ryan Gold on the road. What was I thinking? Mm. But yeah, I think that's a reasonable lineup now. I don't know. Um, sure. Yeah. I'll give you I don't the even crown. know what my point was in bringing that up. I'm just showing off now. You just wanted to look at it. I didn't even really. I didn't actually. But anyway, <laughs> let's let's go through the ideas that came up on Twitter and I'm not going to, Oh, look at this right away. Reintroduction of the small thresholds for achieving 250 points as the new one will be set at 280. I do like this idea. My guess is they're like, Oh, we're just giving, we're going to give away too much ETH. But I like the idea that there's a threshold. And then the higher you finish, the better, the more you make, you know, who doesn't like the idea of the baby threshold, Nicola, yes. or at least whoever CFO now. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, there were a lot of ideas for head-to-head -head tournaments where you just go up against someone else. We had this with the cups. Were they the cups or the leagues on Sora Data? Leagues? I always mix those up. So, in fact, I'll put them all together. There were head-to-head -head competitions, and we had SO11, which always were won by whales. Both of them were always won by whales. And everyone's yeah. like, no, they're great. And I feel like people thought they were great because they were um, able to use their cards in different ways. And like, maybe they beat someone one day. I beat Mark once by NWA with a K-League stack. That was a cup. That was five on five. But the, the SO11, if you think that the new month-long competitions will be won a lot by whales. Go to SO11 and try to compete. And it's just, we yeah. have no chance. 
Yeah, um, agreed. I will say, though, the head-to-head stuff, the cups that you guys did were fun. Mm-hmm. And in a head-to-head scenario, legit, anybody anybody can win. It's like any given Sunday, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I think a competition like that would be pretty cool on the platform. I don't know. I don't know all the details on how you would make it work, but uh, I mean, it could be just similar to how server data did it. Um, but I thought those comps were fun. Yeah. Mike Basson brought up the head to head as an FPL thing. That's yeah. They do like a cup competition basically. Um, but I, that's completely the, different because everyone has access to the same players. The, the best part was when you would randomly like get matched up against one of your friends and we always talk about in so rare how it's like we're always rooting for each other. We're like, oh, that was a good game week for you there, Laird. You you really did well. <laughs> but if we go head to head, I'm gonna be talking a lot of shit. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, be like, I'm the K League stack is is not getting their AA. Yeah, I'm there. Like <laughs> Marvin Bonatek sucks, man. He's going down. <laughs> Would have been a good week to play this past game week. The, Let's not talk so, about that. I agree with you that it's fun, and I do think that the way that Sora Data did them back then where we had the ELO rating and you were always kind of matched up against someone as good as you, or at least close to you. Sure. I liked, it was really funny when the sporadic people, like the, the whales would get to the highest group and they'd be like, I finally made it. And they would get slaughtered by the people who are already there. But there's that. So I'm just going to skip over all of the other ones that are kind of like that. Although I do like this. What do you think about long-term competitions for cat modes instead of all-star? Sure. Like, yeah, I think we could even do that instead of making all the best cards in cap 240, just make the month long cap 240. Like people yeah. will prioritize that. Well, people already do prioritize it just to make sure that they get their eats. So, um, but I, I think, think people would prioritize it to actually score as many points as they can and not 250.1. Yeah. Um, Hmm. I think it's a great idea. I'm in. So there are a few people mentioned this in the chat. A few did it on, um, on Twitter. Was the old common system really that fun? Like, remember we, we had our one lineup. You would, I had th- 200 commons at one point. I'd have five that went into a lineup what? and just hope for the best. Like, was that actually fun? Or do we just looking at the current amateur one and we're just like, this isn't that great. What if they just had the old common system though with all the divisions that they have now? So they have like the EPL one, the Serie A one, the, and maybe you do an initial draft and then let people keep their commons if they want. Honestly, who, who cares, right? Is it just is it is it that they don't consider it fair for a new player to come in and then they've got to play against these people that have all these? Yeah, well, maybe maybe do capped mode there. So the 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 issue I always had with the old common system is just that it was so different than than the real game that at some point you. Because you want a card every week. Like you could have 50 cards and five of them are used in a lineup and the others are just there. And you could use them in training back when. But the it didn't teach you one of the biggest parts of the game of where do I prioritize my cards? 
because you were just like, oh, I'll just take my five best and put them here. Or not even my five best, like my best goalie and my best defender. And you just did it that way. But yeah, just open it up and let people here, realize that that's part of the game. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. You just mimic the actual game with comments and let people start with blah number of comments, whatever. And um, they're going to learn the, the painful reality that whales, there's whales on this platform and they've got a fuckload of money and they're going to buy the best cards or win the best cards and they're going to use them against you to beat you. So, you know, like it sets that tone, but also too, they could do something where like, once you've been on the platform for a year or two years or something or um, whatever, you're no longer in the common game. So it kind of like puts a, I don't know. It, it Didn't they do that? It, didn't they say at some point you couldn't play in it anymore? That was somebody that was who's this? The, Yeah. Irie Brecco said they're scared people are gonna stick with commons and never buy limiteds. Yeah, you just put it put a one year one year uh expiration on their commons or something. Just reset. I'm glad you brought up that whole thing about the whales because I, I was gonna say the same thing. That it's like, oh, we're all on the same playing field. Let me buy some limiteds, and then you look at the right. lineup, you're like, how did <laughs> right. what, what happened? You're right. Just teaches them how to do it. I, I but, thought, but also too, you could do you could do an you could do an expiration on the cards, like to where your common card dies after a year or something like that. To mm -hmm. where you know, keep if if you want to keep playing common, you got to keep keep churning, I guess, or a yearly reset. Yeah. Well, they did. Didn't they do a yearly reset with NBA? Uh, excuse me, MLB. I think I they know. did. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they did with MLB, and I think they're planning on doing it with NBA. I'm so, surprised they did anything with MLB, to be honest. <laughs> One thing they did was actually taking something away from people. Anyway, um, let's see here. Yohannitin was saying winning a card every game week was fun. See, I think that's. I think it's okay if you have a really engaging free-to-play game. Like, I think that's the funny thing that people are like, you can't do that because then people won't buy limited. And it's like, they're, you're trying to get people Here's, to play this game. Yeah, people will buy people will buy limiteds if they're enjoying the game. Right. Because if they think they're good at it, oh, I'm doing really good in the common game. Um, maybe I can make a little money on this. Like, that's when people will start buying limiteds. But um, if they don't feel like they're doing well, why, why would they spend money on the platform if they don't think that they're good at the game. Yeah. I think you could even try to do a similar thing to what they do with the semi-pro that it's like, use all your common cards, but you need to have one limited. Right. Like, yeah, it's just more ways to progress. Um, but it's, it does seem like what, what they're currently doing. People don't, don't love it. It's just, I just don't think it's, I don't think it's a pathway to playing the real game. That's how I'll put it. Like you're not learning to play the, as much as we, it's free to play the paid version of the game. Well, Sander said would be the perfect uh, tagline. Your card's going to die. Have fun. But maybe what they do is they just pretend to send them to Saudi. <laughs> how about this one? And I use this, uh, this line kind of with my kids. They're not your cards. Ooh. They're so rare's cards, and they're giving them because they're commons. You don't own anything; they're just letting you play with them. Hmm. 
I use that line with my son with his cell phone. That's not your cell phone. That's my cell phone. I'm just letting you use it. <laughs> uh, what would be a dad? Parenting was easy. They'd let everyone do it, Andy. All right. <laughs> Let's see where we were. We've got, they should stop. Oh, it's our friend here. They should stop to give cards as rewards and only give cash. Once, oh, subs we should talk about. Um, let's see. Sorry, I'm going through here. Rafa says adjust XP levels so that it takes a lot longer than two years to hit max level. Man, I will tell you, two years is an eternity on so rare. I don't know. I can't believe anybody wants it to go longer. There is one. Oh, you know what the, the absolute longest thing in so rare is, Andy? Like the longest, the thing that feels like it takes the absolute longest. What's that? 90 days without listing a card. Like to get your collection bonus, I feel like I've had cards that I bought three years ago that have 88 days left. For you, maybe. Team never sell, man. But even that, like, I'm not even looking to sell these cards, and it still mm -hmm. just takes so long to get those 90 days. Yeah. Hey, since you brought up um, uh, MDG's uh, uh, tweet, I just want to make sure that, that, that people know about a giveaway that's out there. Yeah, um, good call. Good call. Uh, uh, what's Dylan's giveaway? Yeah, what's Dylan's handle? He he bought a Hans Van Aken from someone that was disappointed in winning Hans Van Aken, and he's Andy, giving it away. Andy, Andy, disappointed is the nicest way you could put it. This he, guy was furious. At some point, he tweeted, "F the Lord." Okay. Yeah. So cards being given away. Make sure that you sign up for Dylan. It's I am Dylan Burian. Um, make sure you sign up and. Uh, when that when that lord here i'm gonna drop it into the live chat here oh, let's go there we go it's a beautiful card not gonna lie i've totally turned on the card design as soon as i saw hans really no <laughs> i do think that i still don't really care that much i feel like i feel like sean when it comes to the new cards because he always says he doesn't care regardless and i usually do care and I, I do care, but I just don't know. I, I still don't know if they're good or bad. I, I don't, <laughs> like, I can't tell you if this is good or bad. I don't know. I, I will say that the I'm, I'm glad that they finally did the, the medium post about why we should like the cards. I mentioned that when they first came out. I was like, I, I need to know how to feel about these cards by hearing the story. And I was really used to the Ryan Spoon walking us through all the dimensions of the NBA cards and like learning about why I really like them. I think it was MLB actually first. And hearing about why you why you like the hexagons or the pyramids in the background. Yeah. Yep. And tell me why the kaleidoscope is so important and why I like it. And so I appreciated that they came out with that finally. What I did not like is that they said that the position, like the different position font was hard to read. And they were like, we took this feedback and so we changed it. And it's like, nobody thought it was hard to read. We literally just thought it was ugly. And oh, so I was like, no, I thought it was hard to read. Get out of here. I mean, I'm an, I'm an old man with old eyes, eyes over here, man. I got glaucoma going on here. No, but seriously, I thought they were hard to read. I've got good eyesight and I thought they were hard to read. All right. I stand corrected. Anyway, uh, so yeah, everybody go enter that chance to win the 12 of 1,000 
Hanzanakin 2023-24 card. Um, before we keep going, what did you think of the 3D? I'm not don't a big dare 3D. Say you don't care. <laughs> I'm not a big 3D AR VR. Like I, I just that, show me what you can do with that. If that's it right there, like I can oh go to the street and open a reward on the street. If that's it, then disappointed. I'm disappointed in you that you are not impressed by it. Really? No, no, I. <laughs> I assume we'll get an app or something at some point, or that'll be integrated into the SoRare app that we can yes, do that. I believe so. I thought it was funny that originally it was Trip and B. It was like, guys, it's just going to be the back of the card. And it turns out it's not even the back. It's the side. They now have sides. Hey, I think it looks like an iPhone. Maybe they have backs too. We don't really know. We do know because of the spinning ones from the collect video with the oh. treasure hunt that none of us are going to actually do. Oh, people are definitely doing that treasure hunt. I think the treasure hunt's a brilliant idea, by the way. All right, let's talk about this because let's go. My initial like response to it was I love how within a month of introducing the cash wallet and trying to get rid of crypto completely. They were like, hack into this ETH wallet and see if you can get all of these cards. And to be fair, I don't think we're really hacking into an ETH wallet, are, are we? Is it just an account on SoRare? No. Oh, you have to actually you go into Etherscan to see that the, the card, they weren't actually there, but they were like, here, you can see all the cards. Mm, okay. Um, so basically, we're solving this puzzle to get the private key for this yes. crypto wallet. Okay, correct. Still, I love it. I love it. So I actually don't really hate it, but I think it's funny that so the number of people like somebody felt thinks they solved the first one and they like explain the whole thing, and the number of people I think the so rare down under guys were the first ones that were like, if this is it, I'm fucking out. Like, yeah, I can't do this. My other favorite is that everywhere I can't do it either, and I won't be able to solve whatever this is. But I love the idea of a treasure, like a treasure map and a treasure hunt. Like I just, I, I'll enjoy watching people do it. What do you think the odds are that whoever cracks it doesn't solve any of the first eleven? But because so many people are like, "Here it is, it's collect," and then they're like, "Oh wait, here's this Maldini's the second one," and. It's a yeah, classic it example of us all like rooting for each other and helping each other out in the server com community instead of fighting each other and like competing against each other. We're like, hey, yeah, let's solve this together. And and people are like the community aspect of it is 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 great and fun. And uh, I think that that's fine. But I think that you, you're right. There's going to be instances where people are unable to solve certain aspects of this. Someone will help them or blast it on Twitter They'll get it, and then they'll end up solving the the last part. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I think that's. A, I think it's going to be a huge community effort for the first eleven. To be fair, that's how like a lot of cryptographic things are solved. Like the um, Zodiac killers, like messages to the New York Times or LA Times or whatever. It wasn't one guy. Like I think one of them was one guy that sat down, but a lot of it is like like effort that like he did a little bit, he did a little bit, everybody did a little bit and then you put it together and then somebody is like, looks at it in, in a different 
like viewpoint or just different set of eyes. Yeah. And then that person's able to solve it. Totally. Like totally. I'm just like Charlie here. I don't have a crypto background, but I've been playing Sower for 18 months. I'm over two years now. Even if I had the password, I would have zero idea how to get those cards from that wallet to mine. So is the is there a guest with the it's like two tickets to this AC Milan thing? Like I just know that if somehow I ever solved it, I would be like, Andy, you gotta help me out here. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea. The first time I deposited on the site. Andy had literally like, I, I, I'm shocked you don't have my private key, actually. <laughs> maybe I do. Yeah, maybe you do. SR Monkey, love the treasure hunt as I don't work in cryptology for the CIA. I'm out too. Yeah, but a lot of it may not even be like that complex. It might just be like picking up different cues or thinking about things in different ways. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, they're not going to make it easy, so... No, I do like the idea. It's fun. It did seem weird that they're doing AC Milan cards from last season. Um, eh. Did you see the cards that they, that are in it? Um, yeah, I didn't. I just heard people complaining that didn't have a goalie. It's like, yes. come on, they're giving away five free cards and we're complaining that there's not a goalie? Yes, we are, Andy. I doubt the person that wins this is going to be somebody that like doesn't have an account and like they're... I don't know. The person that wins is going to be playing so, so rare. I would assume so, yeah. Yeah, or or maybe not. It'll be the, the CIA guy from the, uh, like SR Monkey said. The <laughs> but they still have to, like, they wouldn't, they, like, want to be involved in so rare to, know, to even know that this is a possibility, right? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I've got a friend that works at the CIA. Do you think you have to pay the gas fees? Of course. Yeah. So we're supposed to pay these fees, man. Now we now they're making us pay fees after we crack this twelve word code. Who who are the AC Milan cards that they're giving giving away? Like who are the players? Um, I know it's Giroux, Kalulu, Leao, and I don't remember who the other two are. Not Mignon. If anybody else remembers, are they new season or old season? They're old. They're last, like they're 2022, 23. No, um, why? Why are we doing that? Yeah. I don't know. SR Monkey saying it's a $20,000 prize, but, or 20,000 prize, but it's like it is, but it's also completely unsellable. Like, I don't think you, if you crack this, I don't think you can change, you can, you know, sell the, uh, the opportunity to fly with AC Milan. Yeah. I think in the past they've said that they don't let you transfer uh, yeah. or they don't want you transferring those types of rewards. Right. Which if the reward was like an NFT form, you would be able to. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think, I think the idea is fun. I have no chance of competing for this thing. Yeah. I, I don't think I do either. Cause I'm, my brain doesn't work in that capacity, right. like solving things. Like I can't even do a Sudoku. So I'm out. Yeah. What's funny is that, really, for me. is that I really like watching stuff about that. Like there was a show a while ago that I got really into and it was canceled after one season. It was called Rubicon. And it's mm -hmm. all about like this, this stuff, like hidden messages and code cracking. It was great. It was great. Anyway.
server said lo loving the new uh studio with your hans vanaken and sven coombs shirts up there so well done andy looking good yeah, i don't know that i would call it a studio i don't know what a studio actually is but i it's think that. it's just a it's a room it's a room with a microphone and a camera that's, a, that's all you need that's right uh I, I will shout out a podcast that uh, that uh, Trip and B put me on. This is like two years ago. It's called X Marks the Spot, and it's a treasure hunt. And I don't know if you've ever heard of Forrest Fenn, um, but he's basically he was a millionaire that when he had like cancer or something and he was dying and he was like, I'm going to hide a million dollars worth of gold in this treasure chest. I'm going to put it somewhere and then I'm going to leave behind a poem. And I think it was just one poem or maybe it was a couple. I think poems. so. Yeah. There was a book about it, this. too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, lots of, lots has been written on it, but he left behind a, a poem and that poem led to his treasure chest, but you had to piece together so many difficult things to like find your way there. And like people were like researching him and finding out about his history because like some of the clues referred to like places that yeah. he liked when he was younger. And I think that the final resting spot was where he had said at one point that he wanted to be laid to rest, like when he died. So that was like part of like, you had to know a little bit about the man before you right, could right. solve the, the puzzle. Yeah, um, maybe maybe the, maybe those cards will be dug up somewhere and you and you gotta physically go out in the real world, which means Sean will never win this. Yeah, so Sean there's can't zero win. chance that Sean will win this. So that's great. Um but, One but down. yeah, maybe it's like you have to go dig a hole underneath the uh uh um I don't know, something in France, the, the Louvre or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely where they're gonna hide it. Mm -hmm. whatever they're hiding whatever it is it's just a little it's a napkin with the the seed phrase written down mm -hmm. hmm. yeah i mean i'm out too so <clears throat> anyway what do you think about banning bots like bologna and Setonio, who i didn't even and allow fastest to finger first to great deals on the market i didn't even know that Setonio was a bot also but um what do you think about bots that snipe miss priced cards i mean you ban one bot another bot's gonna pop up so i don't think bots are a problem i've got no issue with bots bots are always gonna exist bots exist in like all marketplaces everywhere the the thing that i push back on when it comes to it's really just bologna because what was the other one that everyone hated um job of the hut yeah if bologna doesn't buy that card somebody else does like the argument is people like mistakenly price cards and this person buys it. And so we should stop that person, that one bot from buying because it's faster than everyone, but someone else is going to buy it. Like it doesn't solve the problem of the low price card. It just lets other people buy that. I don't know. I don't care. Um, we, we hate all the, the, the evil bots, but we love the good bots. Right. So that's absolutely that true. We does that mean we got to ban Basil and no, um, we can't ban Basil or Ruve or yeah, the other guy, Sir Hiss. No, I like I, yeah. I think you got to take the good with the bad there. What do you think about replacing card rewards with so rare coins? Whales farming <laughs> rewards and dumping to bulk traders for sixty percent value is just unhealthy. Managers like YNWA and AJ can play with Zidane and get all the merchandise they like, but not dumping rewards for ETH. 
I think that might be the worst idea. I don't. What that would I read. You do I don't get it. How do you? How do we make any money now? How do we buy cards? Replace yeah. card rewards with so coins. There must be more to this because if there are no, if if Sora coins are the only currency, or the only rewards in the game, how do we get new cards? Um, speaking of so coins, uh, a good idea that I don't I didn't see posted here, but Germ actually brought it up when we were in Dallas. Germ was saying like a sports book for your uh, so coins, which I get it's gambling, but you could do you could do like um, non betty. Well, they would all be betting, but you could do non I don't know less gambling ish type of bets with your so coins or just like totally embrace the gambling piece, which I think was another uh, comment that somebody else had made in our, uh, our Twitter thread there is just embrace the gambling aspect of this work with the regulators, get it done and be a gambling platform. But I want to gamble my so coins, even if I can't buy anything with them, I want to put, you know, a thousand so coins on, you know, San Marino plus 20, 20 billion thousand, whatever, because I want, I, I hate, I hate money. And I want, <laughs> I want that gamble of uh, San Marino winning. So I think that's a really bad idea in terms of, <laughs> in terms of so rare, really trying to avoid gambling, but I love the actual idea of being able to gamble my so rare coins that I did not pay for, nor are they any sort of valuable currency that I can sell to somebody else. And so, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. And, and then also to go along with that is like, if, if I'm going to be able to like gamble with these so coins, I still need to be able to do something with them. And, and, and I know various people have brought it up multiple times that like, Hey, didn't we say that the so coin shop or the club shop was going to be, you're going to want those so coins as much as you win a card. Well, you know, I'm not seeing it yet. We got, we got a long way to go there. Yeah. I think they know. Um, so the, this next one was actually about this. The idea is admit that this is a gambling game that appeals to gamblers. It would preempt the regulatory shit shit storm that comes if they were ever to reach the level of critical mass they claim to want and allow them to focus on their true audience. I, I think they actually really believe that they are not gambling and I'm not sure they are. And the problem is, is that every country in the world has a different definition of what gambling is. And it's just, I don't think we're remotely close. What do you think about removing uniques from the super rare division? Uh, as somebody that owns like, uniques to play in the super air competitions uh i hate it but also like i'm all for like changes that help balance the platform in some ways um but i think i think uniques and super air competitions is a good way to get people to start buying uniques that's what got me to start buying uniques as someone who is barely playing in the super air division and has zero uniques i think the idea is brilliant but also mm -hmm it's the reason I've considered buying a unique myself. Yeah. Like I get it. Scosmo's right here. Yeah. You need the uniques and super rare for progression. Yep. Yeah. What do you think about 
making at least one super rare required for rare pro. Yeah. I mean, I think that it should be two required. I was just about to go there too. But um, I think one would be a good start. Okay. How about unlimited supply of jerseys or at least enough to last an hour when they're released and not two seconds for the, speaking of these worthless coins. I think the drops are a good way of doing it. It creates like a little bit of hype and, and, but also there needs to be other things in there. Even if it's like a real expensive Jersey, like, Oh, you want a, a Jersey? It's a hundred thousand coins. Put that in the shop. See if people buy it. Um, yeah. But, but then have a little drop every once in a while. That's like, Hey, they're discounted. 10,000 coins, get a jersey, uh, be, you got to log in and go fast at the right time. Like it's a good way of generating that buzz and that hype. But you also need other things. And whether it's maybe hats should always be in there for 50,000. Even if like even if that seems absurdly high, people are going to buy it. And it yeah. gives me the option to buy it if I want. I'm kind of just okay with what they've done so far with the jersey. Like I really don't care enough. To be like, no, they need to have enough for everyone. We should have a lottery. Like, I think if you're the fastest, if you can crack that code, you should win it. How about that? What about what about being able to uh, exchange your uh, so coins for a so rare gift card? To buy what? I mean, it's like cards. It's, it's as good as cash. No, you can't. You can't. I don't. You can't do it. Why not? I don't think you, because you're now putting a very specific value on so rare coins. And I don't think they want to do that. I don't know. You're, I, I don't think that I'm you're sitting on enough specific. coins where that sounds great to me, but I don't Well, know. I was even thinking about it for like, hey, I've got a brother in law that plays so rare basketball and so rare baseball for his birthday, give him 50 bucks, uh, exchange some so coins for $50 so rare gift card and see if he wants to start playing soccer. I think it'd be a good way to like, on, on for onboarding. Oh, that reminded me of one of my, another really bad idea. What if it, you could use so rare coins to lower L15s of players for cat mode. No, no. It's definitely a bad idea. Why is that a bad idea? Just because I said so. Yeah, yeah, but but like think about this. <laughs> like Andy, you have Marvin Vonitzek and an L15 of 63. Not that for... high anymore. <laughs> I need a new example. You have Hans Van uh, Vanaken at 63 and you just did your cap 240 lineup and you're coming in at 255 and for 10,000 coins, you can lower his L15 by 15 points to get you under the cap. Would you do it? I mean, the whole point of the game mode is to fit under the cap. So now you're, now you're cheating. The whole game mode is to, the whole point of the game is to use our so rare coins. I thought, no, I hate it. I'll, I also hate the boosts in MLB. Use your so, so coins to boost your guys. I will never do that. I refuse to do it. So I also refuse. And my favorite thing about putting lineups in now is that in order to submit your lineup, it literally says skip boosts and submit as if I had any thought to, to use it a boost. It pisses me off so much. <sighs> yeah. 
There we go, Germ. 5,000 so coins for a plus one cap boost. Honestly, the plus one would be enough for the number of 241 point lineups I have. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, let's go back. Oh, a lot of people talked about this. Uh, messaging service in within SoRare. Yeah, good think? idea. Is there a reason they don't have it yet? I think I know the yeah. reason, but I... I'm sure a lot of it is like they don't want people being mean to each other and people um, uh, and I guess like, uh, you know, like uh, language barrier type issues. But I think that they could do canned messages. We've talked about it before. Just do canned messages and then work the translation. in. I think I think they could do that at the very least. Yeah, I think the. The biggest reason they don't do it is because there are a lot of people who are absolute jerks and they just don't need that negativity on their platform. They're more than right. happy to just outsource that to Discord. Like, do you know how many support cases they would they would get for like right. Andrew Laird harass me? Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I won't go any further with that. Yeah, exactly, Mike Bassin. Being mean should be kept on Discord. <laughs> so, a number of people have come up with this brilliant idea that we came up with like two years ago. Shitulers. Yeah. Yeah. Still rare. Please. We want this game. Yes. Nothing else. Honestly, it, it, it would revolutionize the platform. You heard it here first. Nicholas, Carl, it would revolutionize the platform. I think they like speech like that. Revolutionize. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The future of fantasy sports. Yes. Inject your AR VR bullshit. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Inject. <laughs> what? What is the downside of having a regular shitulers tournament that theoretically provides value to tier four? Well, okay, that I walked myself right into the negative. You have a player who never played or who never starts. That always plays but never starts. If an L15 of 26 because they just always come on and get one point. And now all of a sudden you have a game mode where that player is really important. And now that's like, hey, here's a new star reward that you got. He has an L15 of 70, 17. I think they could very easily protect the star. I think they could very easily protect those pools um, from those players or they should be able to, but I get where you're going with that. Okay. It be a problem. But with that said, like, I still think, I still think people would value, wouldn't value those players insanely crazy because there, nobody scores 25 every week. We play shit, shit enough to know there's no locks in that game. There is absolutely no locks in that game. So there, I don't think there, anybody's going to be like, oh, he's worth 10x any other tier four because he always gets 22 points. Just doesn't happen. So two things on that. One, for those who don't really know what we're talking about. Did you come up with this game? Somebody did. I'm I mean, going to stake claims to the, to the game. I'm, yeah. I mean, it's, it's named after, you know, uh, sort of part of my, right. uh, my yeah, manager, right. my right. club name. So... so the point of the game is you pick five player, you make a lineup and Sam is saying he came up with it. You make a lineup, lowest score wins. If you get a DNP, they score a hundred. There's no other rules, right? 
Um, yeah, Captain uh, halves your score. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So the idea is if this is a regular game mode, players who, who literally score poorly are, val are important in the game. Andy, would you play this game every week if the only rewards were tier fives? Absolutely. Me too. But I think that I think that like you could put good players into the pools too. You could do the you could like you could do the game mode so many different ways, and you could reward it so many different ways. We always talk about how are we going to give away DNPs? Like that's a good place to give away DNPs, right? And you have really good DNPs, like good players that were hurt, like when Florian Verts was hurt. Yeah, he might have been a star for that game mode. But you could you could almost isolate all the DNPs into their own tiers just for this game, and then give them away there. Yeah, I will never be convinced that this game mode would not be popular. Yeah. Yeah, imagine 199 tier fives and first gets a star. <laughs> Is that bad? No. It would be bad to finish second or third, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we were enjoying the game and we were like the, the prize would be like a $4 limited or something. A I want a Fred Emmings. Yeah. Yeah. I... <sighs> I'm going to submit a lineup this weekend. The oh, best part is. Nationals. <laughs> The, the best part is, is you don't have to change the matrix at all. It's not like you're rewarding them to do bad things or it's like, oh, he lost possession. None of that really even matters. What matters is just getting a lineup of five guys that scored poorly together. Yeah. It, it, to make yeah. it happen. Carl. Bloody Bravo. <laughs> a server down under legend. He's either going to get you zero or a hundred. <laughs> Risk rewards. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Going through a few others. Better prizes, less cards given away. SO11. I think subs falls into the SO11 that you really don't want. Subs. I don't even want to get into it. I feel like we've talked about it somewhere. I don't want to talk about subs. Um, Mike H says, add DNPs to rewards as tier six. I'm cool. Why not? Find a way to make coach cards usable. That's not like an idea. That's just, well, I guess that's the only. No, that's an idea. That's an idea, yes. But I, yeah, I don't like ideas without solutions. Yeah. I think a good solution would be we already have a limit on the number of uh, uh, training teams you put in each week for the academy. I think if you have a coach card, it maybe can unlock another lineup for academy. That's fair. Maybe just, and, but you can only do one. Like it only gives you one extra slot. Like you can't have 10 coaches cards or something. I can't think of something I would am less interested in owning than a coach card. Jerm, you're, you're saying cap 240 survival leaderboard. I was thinking about uh, a game mode actually last night. What about a survival or guillotine style league where you have to submit five players every week? And if you get a DNP in your lineup, you're out and it eliminates you. And then you just keep going until there's one team left. Like the score doesn't matter at all. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put... just five players who play. Right. Sure. I'm in. You could call, call like DNP a teen or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave. 
we'll get the branding guys in on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hard. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Let's see. Bring back special weekly comps. So wait, let me pull this back up. Um, best matrix by far. Fight fraud. That seems like a good one. Um, yeah, I think most of these are unfortunately good ideas. I like this from Danny Bram, special weekly where only users who hashtag trust the team are eligible. Yeah, that's brilliant. Mm -hmm. um, Get to trusting. Right, exactly. I This offer system, so it says, uh, who is this? Mid Journey Game Week, GW. An offer system like OpenSea where you can put an offer on a player and everyone who has that player can see it. That way you don't need to go to every individual, which often you can't because you need the funds for multiple offers. That's part of like, we're trying to do that at Sora Data. So stay tuned for that. That's all. It's amazing how many people want SO11. Yeah. You know, um, Mike Basson was asking for the link uh, to Shitchillers. Um, There's no link. We were just doing it in like an Excel spreadsheet. But you know, you know what's crazy? Um, there's a website out there that has the ability for people to compete and play against each other, or it did. And it seems like it'd be really easy for like someone named Max to, to code it and just put it on his site. You wouldn't even need rewards, man. I don't even know anyone named Max. It would be like five minutes of work for him. I'm going to bug him until he does it. If and that, never yeah, it. I, you're going to be bugging him for a long time. <laughs> um, I'm really into this survival idea of all the different ways you can do it. I do yeah. like the threshold survival. I think it. Yeah, I like it. Would it be just your 240 lineup or would it actually be a separate one? No, I think they, they could do it like month long where yeah. it just takes your, it takes the same team that you're entering yeah. for your threshold and then it enters you in the guillotine league. One of my other crazy ideas was to have them do these like month long public leagues that are not done in a private league. Wait, say that again. Public leagues that are not done in private leagues, meaning that's how they do their month-long competition. Like, oh, just go to your private, your leagues page now and yeah. scroll down all of the private leagues you entered in the World Cup. Global Cup, sorry. And uh, Global Club, yeah. Club. I deleted them all just so it was easier to I forgot look through them. Yeah, but then when Nellis does a new league soon, you're going to just miss out. I was probably not going to play probably. anyways. You're right about that. <sighs> the last one I really don't want to talk about, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to read it it's from our good friend, Mark Lele. Admit the scarcities were a mistake for Sora, NBA, and MLB, and restructure for the next season, replacing all of the scarcities with the same scarcity limit in Sora football. Offer existing holders the ability to burn their old season cards to get remits. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if the... Uh... The thing that he recommended with the burning part, whatever, I think I think he's 100% right, though. The scarcities were completely screwed up by, I'm going to say Ryan Spin. I'm calling him out. <laughs> put him on notice. 
Um, hey, we got to have somebody to blame, right? So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's somebody definitely screwed this up uh, named Ryan Spoon, and we need to rectify it and get it right. Like, part of the beauty of So Rare is that it scales year over year. Like, you have your 10 super rares, they're very, like, 10 is not a lot of Luka Doncic, right? But next year we'll have 20. And then the year after that we'll have 30 and then 40. Like, that's kind of, and as the product grows, over those two or three or four years, you have it's not more more mints really because you have more users. The percentages yeah. should hopefully be similar, but I think that that's kind of the the neat part of the game is year over year the game kind of scales itself. There's only one unique until next year. I'm gonna finish with this last one from Surface, because I love it. A three month long contest where the winner gets a job in gameplay design at SoRare as the first employee allowed to fully play the game. No NDAs and they can influence the team to their benefit because that's part of the prize. <laughs> that reminds me of like a, uh, um, a reward on like the show Survivor. It's like, all right, you get a, uh, you get an advantage in the next uh, immunity challenge and you get to like change the game to your how I don't have to run or whatever, whatever you need to do to, to make it more suit your needs. I like it to an extent, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm afraid that surface would be like, all right. Um, players named Jan now score a hundred every game week. And he would have all, all the Yans or goalkeepers named Yan because he's got like Blast Witch and Oblock. And I think he's got those guys. I don't know. I think I'm okay with it. It's only one guy who's winning everything. I mean, there are going to be more rewards. Oh, theoretically. That's true. Maybe not. Maybe not. Do you think the gameplay people are, are responsible for rewards? The gameplay people are responsible for rewards. Like, Whoever the game designers are, yeah. Do you think the game designers have to are are the reward accountants also? I don't know what goes on over there. To be honest, like, yeah. do they have like an uh, economist that like like balances all this stuff out too? So like, yeah, maybe that guy's in charge of like rewards and auction rates and market stuff and card dealings. Yeah, I'm picturing Carl like, hey, I we came up with this fantastic game. It just requires like a thousand rewards for the next forever and they're just like sorry carl can't do it yeah it's not it's not in the budget and that's why there's no shit dealers mm, no that's not why <laughs> that's not why I, I still think that there's plenty more cards out there to be given as rewards or ethereum or whatever you could give out one prize for shit dealers and people would play there are a lot of bad rewards they can give out yeah, like there are a ton of tier five cards they can give out, or tier six, let's even call it. Yeah, how often do you think a player goes from like a tier six all to, all the way to like star? Has it ever happened? Has a player been so far off the radar and then just got put into such a brilliant spot that? The only one I can think of, 
And let me actually wonder if our data goes back that far before I say it. You're going to say Kikuchi because of Jimmer? Because he won him as a tier three, which was before we had, you know, tier fours and tier fives. Yeah. We are claiming that he, it was never a tier three. But I could be wrong. Could he have been a tier three in a different competition? Uh, maybe. It would be weird to be a tier three in one competition. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. There you go. Yeah. Stand corrected. So, yeah, the answer is Kikuchi. I don't know of any others, though. But he would be a great DNP reward right now. Like, when, why not make Kikuchi one of the top prizes for shit healers? Yeah, yeah. That would be a great card to, to win and then just sit on for I don't, however many months he's out. Yeah. Does he have new season cards? I'll bet he has a... Well, maybe he doesn't even have a picture. Yeah, does he? No, they he have, does. They've been auctioning them, yeah. That's weird. I'm surprised they've been doing that. Hmm. He has yeah, 111 limiteds from this season. Can you pull up Enzo? Skazmo's saying that at the very beginning of his career, he was probably a higher tier player. Probably. Oh, tier twos. He never got no. below that, really. Uh, is that tier? Yeah, he was a tier three in back in the day. In U23. Yep. That's a good one. That'd be a fun, would have been a fun tier three to win. Back when tier three was what you didn't want to win. Now it's not so yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Would you be upset if you won him as a tier three common? <laughs> no. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. If you could please like the video, subscribe to the channel, all that good stuff. Shout out to Quinny. Um, we, where was I going with that? Somewhere else? I don't even remember. Oh, thank you to everybody for replying to the tweet, looking for your great bad ideas, which turned out to be a lot of good ideas, to be honest. Uh, so thank you for that. Thank you, everybody in the chat who threw in some more uh, uh, question, or questions, suggestions as well. For those of you who are somehow still listening, we have a big announcement tomorrow. Sora Data big announcement. It'll be at noon Eastern on Thursday, which is some other times in the other parts of the world. No, five o'clock in the UK, six o'clock in France, and whoever. How big of an announcement? Them. What's that? How big of an announcement? Huge. 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 So stay tuned for that. So yeah, Maxime and I will be on to answer a bunch of questions about the announcement. If you speak French, he'll be on the French stream before the English one. So. Mm. Better hit there that might be some clues there. in there, huh? There, yeah, there might be some clues in there. Or just literally the answer. So anyway, <laughs> check that out, guys. And uh, thanks for coming. And we'll see you next week.